Okay, so welcome to the first episode of this podcast. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about why human beings are afraid to fail and why we're... Actually, yeah, that's, that's the only thing. Okay. So yeah. joined by me is my good friend Yusuf. Yes. Hello, please introduce yourself. I'm uh, Yusuf. I'm a learner of life and I'm looking forward to, you know, having another another discussion about whatever topic life brings us. Oh, that was terrible, but good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, so um, today we're going to be talking about why we're afraid to fail. So this is a very interesting topic for me because the reason that we're talking about this is because I personally realize that um, sometimes... I avoid doing things literally just because I'm afraid that I'm not up to it. But I also sometimes think that, oh, like it'll probably just not work out. Like, right, like those, the, the odds are stacked against me. The issue behind that is that if we don't try things, um, even if we're likely to fail, then we're, we're literally just going to amount to nothing, right? I, I think our culture is, you know, we're obsessed with early achievement and we were, we're obsessed with natural ability and we're afraid to fail, I think, because we're, we think that this is a reflection upon ourselves and our, our identity. And if we fail, that determines, you know, who we are. And I think just based on what we watch and, yeah. you know, for example, when you watch movies or when you hear stories about CEOs and young millionaires and billionaires, you just hear like over and over again that they were special since they were a child. This is just the way that they were born and that there was their destiny. So we don't hear their right. we don't hear their failure because it's boring and it's not something that people like hear. are interested to hear. Like, yeah, right. Well, and maybe it's not some, exciting. Yeah, that's right. And there's other things that are more exciting, and like how, for example, Bill, Bill Gates was top of his math classes all the way up to when he went to Harvard. But I'm sure he had a lot of other failures. Before yeah. he became successful, it just didn't magically happen. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Microsoft didn't just like happen, like right. Yeah, he yeah, must yeah. have had a bunch of systems crash on him. Him and his friend, right, like in their garage. He yeah. wasn't just like a genius who made everything happen. Like even if he was like really good at math and every and good at everything that he did, putting the ingredients together to like achieve that final product, that doesn't just happen. And especially when you're inventing something from scratch, like you need to be putting like a bunch of things together and figuring out what works because, and the way to figure out what works is by other stuff not working, you know, exactly. like elimination. What is it? What's it called? Uh, process of elimination. The process of elimination. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's true. Like you, you can't win if you don't like, um, if you don't fail first, like you can't get it right. Um, unless you know how to get it wrong and how to avoid that. Right. Yeah. And it's like really interesting because like I think my go-to is um, I'd be like, why would I do that? That's literally like a waste of my time. Like why not do something that's like more achievable and more realistic and I'll get it right on the first try. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, then you're literally just going to be stuck doing like one thing your whole life or like, you know, you, you know what I mean? Or maybe not even doing anything because everything involves failing, you know? So yeah. you're just going to be jumping from one thing to one thing until you you know, maybe settle on something safe. Yeah. That's just mindless and, and all like you have reliable. to do is just show up and then that's it. And yeah. You don't have to fail or 
anything like that so yeah and then that that's that's not the attitude of an entrepreneur right so my example like whenever i'm like i try to tell someone like you know i try to like persuade like maybe like a child into like trying new things or like getting up what what is it like fall down seven times get up eight or whatever like yeah, so yeah. whenever i'm like trying to persuade someone into like you know sticking to something um i'll talk about like the first time i ever went snowboarding and it's like funny like you know because like we went snowboarding together that was my first time yeah essentially what happened is that you told me that i just got to keep trying like i just got to keep going at it and you told me that it's going to be really hard at first and you told me that your friend spent like what five hours on the bunny hill yeah the bunny hop what's oh, it called oh yeah that's a bunny hill yeah, the yeah, bunny yeah. hill yeah, yeah, so yeah. the bunny hill is just like this really like the most basic of like little hills on like the mountain uh when you go skiing or snowboarding and it's for like beginners right it's for like people who are learning and so that's where i learned how to how to snowboard literally like what you're supposed to do in the beginning is that you're you're just you're supposed to like get used to standing up on the snowboard and balancing and so that you're able to like you know take the hill downwards or whatever yeah so it literally took me an entire hour like i know that doesn't sound like a lot like especially like your friend who like spent like five seven hours maybe on yeah. the bunny hill but like for me it was like it was an hour of extreme pain like it was an hour of anguish because of that in like an, an entire hour literally just falling and getting up yeah like so what is it? there's like okay 60 minutes in an hour yeah <laughs> and 60 seconds within each of those minutes oh man that sounds painful yeah and and like how long does it take for a person to like fall down it's like a second like right so like yeah. i literally spent every second of that entire hour falling and getting up and falling and getting up and falling and getting up and like yeah, yeah. it's for that reason that it only took me an hour to learn how to snowboard like yeah most yeah. most people learn a lot and a lot longer than that like yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. So then that's like my prime example for like, well, you got to just keep going. Like you can't win if you don't fail first. Like, yeah. right. And I failed a billion times in that one hour. Trust me. It was <laughs> literally so painful. Like my butt was so cold. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it was I think just you came awful. with the wrong pants as well. I, I definitely think. came with the wrong pants. I should have been wearing like, I think I was, I was wearing my brother's old pants <laughs> for snowboarding. And then, and then what, what, they were too big or they, they were, were not, they were too big and they're also really old. And they so were not the waterproof? water, they were not waterproof. Okay. Then they're not definitely snowboarding. <laughs> they were terrible. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, yeah. <clears throat> you know what? That's like an analogy for life or for like, you know, when you're doing something because yeah. like, obviously this is the sped up version. You're not going to fall like many times within an hour but for every two steps you walk forward in life or you go up you fall down one yeah so you know when you're learning anything it just takes time and I, I usually tell this when I'm telling people like you know teaching them how to snowboard or ski the first part is you're gonna your mind has to just calibrate to you know the like the balancing and the, yeah, like like the actual adapt. snowboarding and it's like if you're for example getting into day trading or stocks or if you're trying to start a company a fashion company or if you're trying to do like a, a start a youtube page or a podcast you have to keep on doing it until you just start seeing things that people can't teach you mm -hmm. obviously obviously you can go online and you can learn on youtube about how to find a niche for a podcast and how to do this and that or anything else but then there's things that you just need to keep on doing and trying and then those are things that people cannot teach you. Yeah. And you just start to see them and they're hard to teach other people. So that's why I say your mind has to calibrate. And then if you're snowboarding and skiing, 
you have to also get used to the sensation of the board and the snow mm-hmm. too, because all of a sudden you hear crunching and all this stuff and it's just uncomfortable and you just don't like the sound and you're not used to it and stuff like that. So it's, it's a learning curve. Yeah. I think that's the same when you're, when you're doing something out of your comfort zone or when it's new, you also have to get used to doing it and having the confidence, developing the confidence of doing it. Yeah. That's the reason why people are afraid to fail, I think. It's just that they're not used to this kind of stuff. They think that things just happen. If they don't happen right away, then it's not meant to be. Yeah. Or yeah, or they think that this is like a reflection of their identity. If they try to mm-hmm. approach uh, a girl, for example, and then uh, she rejects them, then they're going to take it personally. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they do not want to try and even take the chance of failing because that's just they're just afraid that it's going to mean something more. It's going to be like that's what I am. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's actually such a good point. I think you're right. Like a lot of people really do like they associate their um, their successes with their identity, like their material and like um, just like general successes, like people define themselves with that, like, right, which is like really wrong, of course. Like that's not, that's like you, like people have intrinsic value, like regardless of whether or not you've achieved so-and-so. But uh, it's true, we, you know, we can't help it. Like a lot of people crave validation um i think a lot of us don't get don't have that sort of intrinsic natural kind of validation and we seek validation from either others or our achievements right and so when we're unable to achieve what we want we we take it personally like we think that well of course you couldn't do it like you're a piece of shit like you know what i mean but like really like it's um i mean do you ever remember like being in math class and like you know like teachers will explain the concept and then they'll have you practice it you know what i mean and i got it wrong a lot (laughs) you know especially the first couple of times like you get maybe like the super easiest one like right and then i'll get like the next four questions they're all wrong yeah yeah. and that's the point like you're supposed to get them wrong and then you do more and you practice more and you get better you know what i mean like honestly the people who are most successful are not the people who just happen to get everything right like yeah like if you follow if you follow the rule book perfectly and get everything right um possibly on the first try like that's great and i'm sure that that even that may teach you a lot but you're missing so much knowledge by um by missing out on the failure because you're missing out on what not to do which is really important because what not to do will allow you to stay out of trouble when it's most crucial like and it's best for you to fail in the beginning right when it's not like a it builds character it does build character but it's also like not a big deal in the beginning like right and then you don't want to get over like confident with your like decisions and like do something really stupid when it's like super (laughs) crucial and then like just mess everything up yeah yeah no i think well i I mean we have to do that if we're learning something new or if we're doing something different we're gonna have to do something stupid which is cool (laughs) which is cool whatever which is fine (laughs) yeah whatever it's like you gotta do what you gotta do (laughs) (laughs) yeah honestly it's okay like if you do something stupid like okay like but i mean like i mean you don't want to be fucking everything up like when it when everything's on the line like you know what i mean so like it's best to like fuck up in the beginning yeah or like fail in the beginning Um, here's the thing i've been thinking personally yeah when i think of fear of failure i'm mostly thinking about like fear of having my time wasted. I feel like I could have dedicated my time into a much more productive and rewarding, let's say like avenue for lack of better words. I feel like, wow, this was a lot of time wasted. You know what I mean? And my time is precious. I feel like that sometimes. Yeah. But that's bringing you back to your comfort zone. This is what I learned actually. You think all these big shots that, you know, billionaires and 
millionaires and all these people don't think the same thoughts that we do. Mm-hmm. They think everything that we do, we, they think that I can't believe like I'm doing this or this and that. They have those same doubts, but the difference is they just know how to push past it. And we have to find ways to push past it. Mm-hmm. What I'm also thinking is that like you probably have a lot of anxiety like as a you know as a young adult like in the world trying to catch up with everyone else around you as well like maybe you see like other people in relation to what you said you see other people like on the yachts yeah on their yachts with those on girls, their snaps with all those... on the Snapchat and then, like the drones and, <laughs> and the drones and, I mean that's like uh, but I'll tell you um, yeah obviously no matter what stage in your life you're in you're always gonna be behind like, someone else yes yeah 100%. you'll always be like somebody else will have something you don't have yeah they'll be ahead of you in something it doesn't have to be like there's not there's not like one finish line even if you have more money than another person that yeah. doesn't they, they'll have something that you don't have yeah the worst thing you can do is compare yourself to other people yeah I wanted to do so many different things when I was like 18 and I was just like, oh, it's too late because a kid that was like 15 years old already invented like a, something and he was like a millionaire. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, I feel like that often. Like, like, And when I was like, and then when I got to 21, I was like, oh damn, if I only continued when I was 18 and then I got to 25 only, if, you know, if only until like, you know, I got older and like that's still in my head. The exact same thing. No matter what age you're in, you're going to always think that you are behind. And when you get, when you start working on getting rid of this stupid thing that's like holding us back, that's telling us, oh, we're, we're just way too late. Market is saturated. We can't do anything, blah, blah, blah. Then mm-hmm. we can move forward with our life. That's actually a really good point. I mean, I think it relates a little bit to like trying to validate yourself and trying to like achieve that validation through your successes. Um, and through your accomplishments, you, you find yourself comparing yourself to other people because you're trying to measure your the level of your accomplishments and like, what are you going to measure it against? Like, you know what I mean? And that's just kind of the way our brain works. Just like, you know, like in science, we have to measure things according to like other standards, basic standards, you know what I mean? So that yeah. it's kind of natural to us, but we have to like, you know, we got to backtrack and like realize that that's like not healthy at all, right? right? But I think the other thing, Failure is a is an evolutionary tactic designed to teach us to like let go of something. Like, right? I think that's like a primal uh, instinct of ours. Yeah. For example, like um, you could kind of compare it to natural selection in a sense. Okay. Okay. So here's what I'm saying. So I took um, what was it? Um, you took some sort of science class. I did take some sort of science Is class. Is it like a biology class? It was a uh, nutrition class. Okay, Damn. Oh my science. God. Literally. <laughs> that's nice. Okay. Yes. So I took a science class that yeah. is nutrition. Okay. And I was reading about like how, you know, evolution wise. So if you eat something. Okay. And then your body's like, oh, and then you like throw up. Like, okay. You say like you eat like magic mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like. Um, okay. You eat something that that your body rejects yeah like maybe like poison ivy whatever like and then you throw up because your body's like oh like shit like this isn't like like good so just by like instinct 
you'll like whenever you like see berries you'll be like Ugh. yeah yeah yeah. you know like oh sure. yeah like it's a very good point and yeah. that's definitely like happened to me with like pineapples when i was a kid i used to love pineapples and they'd come in like a little can as well and you yeah. could like open the can and then i just ate five they were like high key my favorite for the fruit and yeah. then i threw up everywhere oh man everywhere and that was the last time i ever ate a pineapple (laughs) until today and like those were like canned pineapples like pineapples like fresh pineapples are good like right but i just can't yeah i can't yeah those are canned the ones you ate yeah but the fresh ones and you not even the fresh ones can't even gave up the fresh ones wow yeah and they were my favorite fruit in the whole world (laughs) the point of this very long story is to say that um basically i think that failure works in the same way so like failure is designed to be like that from a primal evolutionary like point of view when you fail that's obviously like not good like failure is trying to tell you like this isn't working right so we're designed to naturally react and be like okay stay away from this so i think by instinct we're repelled from whatever made us fail or like whatever we were doing before we failed right and i read somewhere that um you know getting told that you are wrong which is like similar to failure is like your brain releases the same chemicals as getting slapped in the face by extensions you know when you fail at something you're meant to feel bad you know what i mean you're meant to feel bad so that you stay away from that from whatever you did or wrong but the thing with failure today is that what you're supposed to stay away from is specifically what you did in that process towards achieving what you were trying to achieve you're supposed to look for the specific thing that went wrong within that process and you're supposed to be repelled from that specifically you're not supposed to be repelled from that particular goal that you were trying to achieve right that's right we have to just change and adjust not repeat the same mistake so that we can move towards our goal. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, 100%. But the, the problem is, is that we mistake that feeling of like failure and that feeling of, oh no, I shouldn't have done this. Like, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. we, like we associate all those wrong feelings that are supposed to be there. They are supposed to be there to help us grow, but we associate them with the goal and not with the process that we were doing to get to that goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where that's where it gets problematic right that's where the mix-up happens and so the feeling that comes with failure is a good feeling but it's supposed to be directed into a different um avenue that's right that's right i agree with you instead of thinking okay failure means the goal is not for me we should say i gotta try it some other way yes exactly and then we invest in trying it a different way and you know like you were saying our brains are just looking to avoid anything that's uncomfortable and painful yeah 100 percent. even if it doesn't if even if it's irrational like if something happened to me when i was a kid and my brain does not want to go through it again like when you're a kid and like you know you're playing catch or whatever and you get hit in the face like that sucks and you don't want to play catch anymore. yeah and you never want to like play with a ball again so but the good thing is the good news is now that we know we should be focusing mm-hmm. on changing cool. our method for success yes right and it's rather than thinking that that our goals are not meant for us yes we can get you back on pineapples Ew. yeah and maybe not though maybe <laughs> not pineapples Th- those are not essential <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean like what is it it's a survival it's a survival tactic it, or... yeah that's right like some people are saying like for example if somebody doesn't want to get rejected by the opposite gender or sex they maybe they equate it with 
back in the days, tribes, humans only could survive within tribes. And if a tribe abandoned a human or somebody within the tribe, that or they just like means cast death. them away. Yeah, that means, that means death. death. So if people are rejected in mm-hmm. society, maybe so that's like evolutionary. You think that that's like a fear that we've inherited over the years because of like what natural selection and evolution? Thousands sort of... of years of evolution or millions. I don't know, but like so that's, that's what like people an are engraved saying. fear. Yeah, in that's humanity. what people are saying. But I mean, obviously, nothing is for certain. Well, I mean, like rejection and failure, like run in the same circles, right? So like that does make sense. What I'm really wanting to harp about is two points. People just want things now, now, now. People are impatient. Well, again, fail, it's a survival tactic, right? It could, it could be. Like we're, we're, um, we're reinforced by instant gratification and instant... Um, That's right. That's yeah. right. And, and then there's another thing. People think that this defines who they are. Like whatever mm-hmm. failure, because we have a culture that's obsessed with early success, and yeah. we don't he, we don't we just see movies and documentaries that are not showing us the true story. And people, you know, they just pump them up. But these people who are successful are just like us, just regular people who just strove. And obviously, there's an element of luck, but without their hard work, there could have not been luck. Just there's so yeah. many different elements to it, but. We're talking about fear, and I feel that they had the same fears and the same negative self-talk that we had, but they were able to push through it somehow. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you said, luck does play a part in, um, in like, success, right? But, you know, it has to coincide with uh, a particular instance uh, during which you just happen to like not perfect your craft but at least improve it like because if you're constantly improving like even if it's like you know a millimeter of improvement like on on like a scale like if you're constantly improving a millimeter consistently like right then you're obviously like getting somewhere every few improvements you look back and you know you're maybe like a full centimeter ahead and then someday how far you've come will someday uh, intersect with luck because luck floats around like around a certain level of quality right and then it like pick like whoever or whatever like right but you got to make it to that platform you got to make it to that level you know because if you're hanging out in the gutter luck's nowhere around that like uh you know that level does that make sense level i want to try to use like a proper analogy like floors like building floors (laughs) Like everything uh, involves luck. Like you can't say everybody's success was 100% them. There's certain circumstances and opportunities that present itself at last minute that people obviously didn't plan for and it just works out and just a bunch of stuff. But like if I want to be like an actor in Hollywood, okay, and I'm sitting on my couch, the chances of me getting hit by luck are very slim. Yeah, But if I'm actively out there working hard and trying to make it, obviously circumstances beyond my control might put me in a position that um gets me successful whatever like success would mean to that person yeah exactly yeah you need to work hard to find luck i think yeah well i mean not just that right like luck is luck might find you and you're like not ready so then that sucks like right so you gotta be like prepared for luck to find you and luck will not find you if you're like hiding like right and how do you not hide for luck to find you you hustle and you like get up there and like you you got to play at a certain level. Like luck will only scout in a pool of intermediate players. So let me put it this way. You know when like um, basketball recruiters will scout 
high schools or colleges. I don't even know. I actually don't even know, but whatever. You're right. <laughs> okay, so then I'm right about that part. So That's they'll right. scout them out in like high school, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not gonna go to the shittiest high school. This is not a perfect analogy because like not everybody has, you know, the good fortune of going to a good high school. But what I'm trying to say is that the same way that recruiters don't go to shitty high schools to pick out like good soccer or basketball players, luck does not float around in the gutter where that lacks skill and talent. Not everybody is like messy and like gets scouted in the f middle of like, did, what, did he grow up like in a rural area in Argentina? Is that what it was or? Yeah, I think that's what I heard. I don't know the yeah. true story. So but... like not everybody's a messy, like you know what I no. mean? Like Messi's literally like one in a million. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, he was amazing sure. and like people like happen to find him. That's not you. Okay, <laughs> you need to know that. That's not yeah. you. Like, you, yeah. I think a lot of people may mistake that sometimes. Like, well, I read this book on statistics, Big Data, I think that's what it's called. <laughs> Big Data. Big Data. <laughs> yeah, that's what I used to. <laughs> Never mind. Anyways, I'm not so that book, it talked about uh, the NBA and how most players in the NBA are actually from middle class families. That's actually kind of sad because like, yeah. Well, I mean, Obviously, like yeah. LeBron James did not come from, from a middle class family. But he was also one in a million, hey? That's right. That, that The probability of like somebody who came from LeBron James class to make it to the NBA is very slim, let alone be top player. It's, you could probably, I don't know if you can, you have a better chance of winning the lottery. Yeah, you might have a better chance like of winning Michael the lottery. Like Michael Jordan came from a middle class family. You okay, know, yeah. I would I think Kobe Bryant came from a middle class family. I, you know, obviously don't quote me on this, but it's what I'm trying to say, I don't want to go off a tangent here, but there's lots of statistics we don't know. Mhm. Mm no, yeah, you're right. That's true. Um cuz you have better opportunities when you're born in like certain income, families. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? So. 100%. But like that's like but my point is cuz I'm not talking about like socioeconomic level, I'm talking about like skill level, like right? Like I'm trying to equate like I'm trying to sort of uh, parallel these two like examples to kind of illustrate the fact that like luck is not going to find you if yeah. you're like hiding in your house or if your like skills are literally like started from the gutter, like you know? Yeah, yeah, Luck's yeah. going to find you. Luck floats around in the intermediate level of skill like right yeah that's right that was very badly said but no, i think i got I th the point across eventually yeah, i think you did <laughs> eventually yeah yeah okay um so i think that's it for today thank you so much for joining us yusuf thank you so much awesome if you guys want to subscribe and leave a rating that would be amazing because this is my first episode and so maybe you guys can encourage me <laughs> and you can tell us how we can improve right Stuff yeah like that, right? it's okay we embrace failure on this podcast but <laughs> please write something nice okay so thanks for joining and uh we'll see you next time or you'll hear us next time yeah. uh, blah, 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 blah. okay bye